Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hey, hey, guys, it is Elizabeth Benton, and we are back for part two of this little mini-series, it's just a two-part series, on the state of being overfed but undernourished and what happens when we are not getting the nutrients that our bodies need for optimal function, how that impairs our ability to burn fat, how it impairs our metabolism, our energy levels, you name it. I wish you guys could see me Right now, me recording podcasts lately is kind of a stitch. I'm standing in a closet. <laughs> that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story. I'm distracted by, by closet things. But anyway, I want to dive into the second part of this two-part series. In the first part, we talked about what it means to be overfed and undernourished. And then we talked specifically about fatty acids, essential fatty acids, and vitamin D why we need to focus on these, what happens when we are not giving our bodies enough, and how we can increase our consumption of these nutrients. Today, we're going to be talking about B vitamins, magnesium, and probiotics. Before we dive into the specifics on those things, if you have not yet listened to part one, I definitely recommend that you do so. I will link to it in the show notes for this episode because I really spend a lot more time on the background of what it means to be overfed and undernourished and how, yeah, we are eating a lot, but at the same time, we're actually starving our bodies of critical nutrients that we need. We are robbing ourselves of nutrients while really poisoning ourselves with volume and overabundance. We know we're eating plenty, but that doesn't mean we are nourished. It doesn't mean that we're fueling our bodies with what they need for operations because the food we eat That is the raw material our body needs for function. That is the tools in the toolbox. And so we can give lots of energy, but when we do that through processed foods and kind of the standard American diet, we often provide energy without a lot of nutrition. So I challenged you at the end of part one to switch your thinking from deprivation and what we need to avoid to really focusing on what you should include to make your body run efficiently instead of what you should avoid for weight loss. Because when we focus on nutrition, when we focus on giving our body what it needs, then it functions optimally. And functioning optimally isn't just about energy and metabolism. When our body has the fuel it needs, it's less likely to trigger us with hunger and cravings, right? So instead of looking at it as what I should avoid for weight loss, think about what I should include for 
health. So again, in part one, we talked about essential fatty acids and vitamin D. So definitely check that show out if you have not already. And today we're going to talk about B vitamins, magnesium, and probiotics. And you're probably thinking, haven't you already talked about B vi- uh, magnesium and probiotics? Yes, I have. I've actually done two episodes on magnesium that I will link to in the show notes. So if you really want more detailed information on magnesium, please check out those two episodes. And I've also done an episode on probiotics in a bit more detail. But today I'm going to be hitting the highlights of how these are related to fat loss specifically and energy and metabolism specifically and what we can do to increase our focus on these so that it's not like food or no food, but really what can I do to optimize for nutrition? So let's jump right in and talk about B vitamins. B as in boy. Um, But we tend to associate them with energy, right? Lots of people will take uh, B-complex for performance, for energy. This is very common in elderly people for them to get injections of specific B vitamins to boost their energy. But if we just think about them as far as energy is concerned, We're sort of missing the mark, and that's what I want to clear up. So there are eight-ish B vitamins that we know of. Doesn't mean there's not more. But when we talk about B vitamins, we're talking about a group of water-soluble vitamins. I talked about in uh, the previous episode how vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. When we talk about B vitamins, they are water-soluble. B1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, 9, and 12. Now, one of the things about water-soluble vitamins is that excess will be excreted in your urine. So for everybody out there that thinks it's a really fantastic idea to take these mega doses of B vitamins, one thing that I would bet you will find is that your urine gets really dark or very kind of uh, like neon-ish. It's not clear or near clear as it should be. It's like a dark highlighter, right? It's bright but dark at the same time. And that is the excretion of these water-soluble vitamins. Because they are water-soluble, excess will be excreted in your urine. So we do not need to megadose on these because our body cannot process all of that. The excess will be excreted. But we do need to make sure that we are getting enough. So we know that it goes beyond energy. But what does that mean? Their function, these series of water-soluble B vitamins, is because they help convert our food into fuel. They also help convert our body fat into fuel. So that's why we associate them with energy. And we tend to think of energy and metabolism as two different things, but they're not. Energy is breaking down something for fuel. That can either be the food that you eat or fuel storage within your body, fat or muscle. So B vitamins are required for this process of converting either our body fat or our food into fuel so that, why do we need the fuel? For energy. So that is why I say there's a little bit more to the story. Pretty much all of your B vitamins are essential for metabolism. 
So what this means is if you are deficient in one or all of them, whether a little or a lot, your metabolism is impaired. This is going to impact fat loss as well as energy, as well as immunity, because your body's ability to heal and recover is based on its ability to get the right fuel to the right place to do the job. So when we do not consume enough B vitamins, either because we're not eating foods rich in vitamins or and we'll talk about this as well, or because we're eating too much of fuels or foods that cause us to excrete or waste the B vitamins that we do consume, then we are impairing our metabolism, our energy, and our fat loss. Now, the other thing that B vitamins are required for, not like optional, not maybe kinda, absolutely a requirement for, is something called methylation. And I did a technical podcast on epigenetics and gene expression where I really explain methylation in a lot of detail. I loved that episode. I think it was a little bit science heavy for a lot of people, but it was one of the most fun ones for me because I'm a geek like that. But here's the deal. When we do not have enough B vitamins, our bodies cannot complete this methylation process efficiently. Well, who? what is methylation? Why does it matter? Without getting into the weeds like I did on the epigenetics episode, here's what you need to know about methylation. First of all, it's critical for life and for health. It is so important that it actually happens within your body billions, B, billions of times every second, every second in your body. And one of the things that methylation does is helps your DNA repair itself. If your DNA cannot repair itself, right, then you have cellular malfunction, which is the starting point of every disease known to man. So your body cannot repair itself the way it needs to to avoid disease if it cannot complete this methylation process that happens constantly, constantly, constantly. And it can't with inadequate B vitamin status. So in addition to helping your DNA repair itself, Methylation is also critical for controlling inflammation. Methylation is required for detoxification, eliminating toxins that are either generated by your body or consumed through food, water, or breathing. So without adequate B vitamins, methylation doesn't happen properly. Metabolism doesn't happen properly. Fat burning doesn't happen properly. Fuel delivery in your body doesn't happen properly. Okay, so we have to get enough of these B vitamins. When we don't, this is what happens. We have lower energy. We have a lowered metabolic rate. We can have heart arrhythmias, depression, fatigue, acne, diarrhea. But I want to really emphasize something that I touched on just a couple of minutes ago, and that is eating foods rich in B vitamins or supplementing with B vitamins is only one part of the situation here. The other thing is making sure that we do not overconsume things that cause our body to excrete our B vitamins. We don't want excess excretion or elimination or waste of B vitamins. We want to make sure that they stay in the body so they can be used, but certain things like sugar, 
alcohol, stress, they deplete or use up our body's B vitamins. And then so even if we're consuming enough, they're not available for the methylation or the metabolism when our body needs them. So these things that increase our needs for B vitamins are sugar, alcohol, stress, overconsumption of animal proteins, eating too much animal protein, smoking, not enough stomach acid, which could be just a condition in and of itself, or it could be caused by prescription medication use, oral contraceptives, birth control pills, right? Caffeine, which breaks my little heart. So basically, because looking at my own situation in particular, I don't do a lot of sugar. I don't do a lot of alcohol. I moderate my animal protein. I'm not a smoker. I don't take prescription drugs or oral contraceptives, but... Caffeine and stress are kind of like things for me, right? You guys know I love my coffee. And in general, you know, life can be a little a little crazy at times. So I know that I need to make sure that I am upregulating and taking in more of these B vitamins because stress and caffeine are causing my body to waste them, right? So where can we get these B vitamins? Leafy greens is a great place to start for a million reasons, B vitamins just being one of many. We should really try to get leafy greens every day. Again, I want you to really frame this not as what do I need to cut out for weight loss, but what do I really need to focus on making sure I add every day to make my body healthier and more efficient. One of the side effects of that is when your body is having the tools that it needs, you experience less hunger and fewer cravings. So leafy greens is one. Fruit is another. These are both going to be good sources of B6, B12, folate. And then when we're looking like, say, B12, that is going to be more in your animal products, egg yolks, meat, liver, oily fish. Those are going to be your primary sources of B12, which is why vegans tend to have a really tough time getting enough B12 because you're looking at egg yolks and meat and liver and oily fish, which are not components of a vegan diet, right? Um, so leafy greens, sunflower seeds, fish, egg yolks, walnuts, asparagus, almonds, liver. These are things that we want to make sure we are incorporating. Do you need to get all of them every day? No, but it's better to have a hit list of foods you want to make sure to incorporate than I think it is to have a list of things you want to avoid because it's just a mindset shift like, oh, I need to make sure to give my body these nutrients. How can I incorporate these in a fun and delicious way instead of like no more donuts, right? Because like nobody feels good about telling themselves no, but if we focus on nutrition, we can make a really big difference. All right, let's change gears and talk about magnesium. And as I mentioned, I've actually done two episodes on magnesium. One was an overview, and the other one was answering your questions about magnesium. Because after that overview episode, there was a lot of like, what about this? And what do you think about this? So I go into the nuances about PMS and magnesium with cravings associated with the menstrual cycle, magnesium and athletic performance, things like Epsom salts in those previous episodes that I will link to in the show notes. So definitely check those out. I also go into a lot of detail in those previous episodes on supplementation and the best supplements for magnesium. 
You guys know in general, I feel like whole foods are much better ways to get these nutrients because you're getting the active forms with the natural cofactors that naturally are contained in the food that you're eating. But I do answer a lot of questions because with magnesium especially, there are so many different forms of magnesium and they all work in different ways. Some forms of magnesium supplements are better for relaxation, while others are better for muscle recovery, while others are better for digestive issues, and others are just gonna straight up give you diarrhea. So if you have questions about supplementation with magnesium, I'm not gonna go into a whole lot of detail on that today, but I do want you to check out those other episodes. So. The reason that magnesium makes my top five list that I'm covering in these two episodes is because more than half of us are deficient in magnesium, not getting enough either because of the foods that we're eating or the foods that we're not eating, really, and also because like B vitamins, there's much that we can consume that depletes our body's magnesium and increases the excretion of magnesium so that even when we consume it, the body can't really use it. So this is why we have to talk about it. Magnesium is very abundant in your body. It is the fourth most abundant mineral in your body, and it is required for more than 300 different reactions in the body. Magnesium has a role, a really significant role, in sleep. So if you are struggling with sleep, magnesium is something you should look towards. Cellular health, blood pressure, weight loss, mood, bone health, metabolism, right? And I want to, I mentioned this when we were talking about B vitamins, but I want to pause here for just one second and really make sure everybody understands what we talk about when we use words like metabolism and energy, right? Because metabolism and energy are really the same thing, They're really the same thing, but we don't think about it that way. When we think about metabolism, we think about eat food, break it down. Or when we think about metabolism, we think about rate of weight loss. But it's really energy. Metabolism is the process of your body generating energy. And energy, right, if you feel low in energy, that is a really good sign that your metabolism is not functioning optimally. And both B vitamins and magnesium are required for energy and therefore metabolism, okay? So magnesium is mandatory for the generation of energy. And the energy currency in your body, I talk a lot about how calories measure energy potential, but energy in your body is in the form of something called ATP, adenosine triphosphate, okay? And this is cranked out in the mitochondria of your cells, the powerhouse of your cells, the energy factory. This is the energy currency in your body. In order, this is where magnesium comes in, In order for magnesium to be active, it has to be bound to magnesium, right? So you can have inactive ATP, but if it's inactive, it's inactive. It's not going to do anything to give energy to your body. 
So in order for it to be active and able to be energy, right? This is the energy currency of your body. It has to be bound to magnesium. So if you don't have enough magnesium, you can't generate enough energy. And the process of generating energy is metabolism, right? This is so critical, this understanding. So many times we think about nutrition and the act of getting nutrients from eating good, high-quality whole foods as like healthy, right? We're healthy if we eat more vitamins and minerals. Guys, we got to understand that it's so much more than that. This is about your body being able to be efficient and productive and generate the energy that you need to burn your fat, to burn your fat and to process your food and deliver fuel to your cells so that you feel awesome. Because here's the thing we have to keep in mind. Let's say you're eating plenty of food, right? And this is the whole notion behind overfed and undernourished, right? If you get anything out of this episode, this is what I want you to understand. If you are overfed, eating plenty of food, but not getting the nutrients your body needs, then you're not able to crack into that food for fuel because it's not really there. You don't have the vitamins and minerals your body needs to really process anything. So your body, even though it's overfed, it's going to trigger you to eat more in hopes that you will give it the nutrition you need. So when you are overfed and undernourished, you are so likely to experience more hunger and more cravings because essentially your body has to let you know, hey, we don't have what we need. And guess what? It can't like order up a package of vitamins. The only way your body gets that fuel is if you consume it. And so if you don't, even if you're eating plenty of food, if you're not giving your body the nutrients it needs, you're going to be battling hunger and cravings incessantly because your body is going to keep firing those alarms of hunger, cravings, hunger, cravings. Why? Because it's starving for these nutrients. It wants to work properly for you, but it can't if you're just eating junk that isn't giving you the essential fatty acids, the vitamins, the minerals, the amino acids that your body needs for health. This is so, so major. One other point that I want to make about the role of magnesium, I'm like all fired up here in this closet, like sweating, stripping off layers. Whew, gets hot in the closet. Holy Toledo. But anyway, magnesium is related to insulin. And insulin is the hormone, the like big important hormone we need to manage when our goal is fat loss. Because, ready? Magnesium is required for your insulin receptors to work. If you do not have enough magnesium, then your insulin receptors don't function optimally. And what does that mean? Insulin resistance. Insulin can't do its job, and so your body produces more insulin, and it takes a longer time for that insulin to work. So more time in storage mode, right? Because insulin is an anabolic hormone that tells the body we're in storage mode. More fuel sent to your fat cells because 
insulin takes the fuel from the blood and delivers it, right? And less time out of fat burning mode because you cannot be in fat burning mode when insulin is elevated, which it will be if your insulin receptors aren't working, it stays elevated for longer. Plus, the presence of insulin sets you up for more hunger and more cravings. Now, just like I mentioned with the B vitamins, there are certain things that deplete magnesium from your body. So even if you're consuming enough, if you're consuming these things, that is going to increase your needs for magnesium. Dark colored sodas or drinks because they contain phosphates and phosphates bind up the magnesium so your body can't use it. All right. So if you are a, a colored soda drinker or a dark beverages drinker, not like beer drinker, but anything that contains phosphates, that is going to bind up your magnesium. Refined sugar increases your body's excretion of magnesium. OK, caffeine increases your excretion of magnesium. Alcohol, because it is a diuretic, it increases the excretion of magnesium. So some of the signs of low magnesium are going to be constipation, low energy, trouble sleeping, uh, fatigue in general, cramping. Anything that is tight or cramped might be a sign of low magnesium. Headaches, insulin resistance, high blood pressure. So what are the things that we want to incorporate more of so that we can get more of this magnesium? Obviously, guys, we also want to make sure that we're minimizing those dark colored sodas and refined sugar and caffeine and alcohol as well. Once again here, leafy greens. So with your leafy greens, you hit your B vitamins and your magnesium. Mackerel, the fish is a good source of magnesium. Avocado is a great source of magnesium. Dark chocolate, dark chocolate is a good one, as well as nuts and seeds in general. One other thing that increases your body's need for magnesium that I wanna mention is strength training. Strength training, because your body is gonna use up more magnesium when you are strength training. And again, if you have questions about supplementation, the first thing I wanna say is, please try to get it from food sources first, and then listen to those other episodes about the supplementation options. But keep in mind with supplementation that a lot of people go too heavy-handed with the supplements, and then they end up with diarrhea, which is just not a fun thing to have to deal with. So definitely check out those episodes to learn more about magnesium supplementation if you decide that that, that is the route you want to take. All right, last thing I want to talk to you about is probiotics. And yes, I have done an episode on probiotics, but I think that this is one of those areas that if we focus on managing our microbiome, the collection of bacteria, good and bad, in our body, that is one of those things that naturally improves our health, improves the efficiency of our metabolism, helps control appetite, gives us more energy. So there's so many things we can focus on adding to make us healthier and therefore make weight loss easier instead of always taking the approach of like eat less of the junk, right? Focus on getting more of the good stuff. So let's talk about probiotics, good 
bacteria. Guys, we are more bacteria than we are human. We have far more bacterial cells in our body than we do human cells, right? It is the ecosystem of our body. We really truly are more bacteria than we are human. So clearly based on that, we can understand that if we have imbalances in our bacterial environment, that's gonna really impact every aspect of our health. Of course, right? We're primarily bacteria. So if we mess that up, then we're messed up, right? There's over 500 species of bacteria in our bodies. And these bacteria, think of them as like little, little Pac-Men in your body. What they do is they help you digest your food, they regulate your hormones, they help you excrete toxins, they actually can produce vitamins and other kind of healing compounds within your body and within your gut. So this is really, really huge. Again, kind of like eating healthy, we think of like, yeah, 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 probiotics, but we don't really understand. This is major because when our microbiome is healthy and balanced, this ecosystem of our entire body, when it is healthy and balanced, we achieve hormone balance. That is a requirement for fat loss, period. We have a stronger immune system, so our body can use energy for fat burning instead of diverting all of its energy to fighting illness. This balanced biome helps us with our digestive health, with disease prevention, metabolism and weight management, mood, focus, inflammation, skin health. But we screw it up every single day Things that really, really, really mess with this microbiome and kill off the good bacteria and cause the unhealthy bacteria to go into overdrive, processed foods, trans fats, artificial sweeteners, toxins from either food that we eat that's low quality or water without a water filter, antibiotics, obviously, stress is a huge one, sugar is a huge one, right? What we see here... Seriously, the factors that lead to excretion, over-excretion of vitamins and minerals like B vitamins and magnesium, as well as the factors that destroy the quality of your microbiome, they're all overlapping. Processed foods, trans fats, toxins, stress, sugar, right? This is, this is all the kind of same stuff. It's really not a mystery. It's really not that complicated. So I want you to focus on, instead of looking for a probiotic supplement, I want you to look at foods and types of food choices that you can make to really support that ecosystem of your body, that microbiome within your body. Number one, really emphasize whole unprocessed foods, whole foods. No, no boxes or bags or cans. Really emphasize whole unprocessed foods. Eliminate anything to which you have an allergic response. Any kind of food sensitivity, right? If you know you're sensitive to gluten, don't keep introducing it. It's going to impact your microbiome. Same thing with dairy. And I'm talking to myself here because I am very sensitive to dairy. And yet you can find me having Greek yogurt once a week. Why? 
It's not doing anything good for my body or for my health, and it's not doing anything good for my microbiome. So if you have food sensitivities or food allergies, as they say in Frozen, which I've never seen, but I see it all over the place, let it go. All right, the other thing is focusing on healthy bacteria, prebiotics, things that feed these bacteria like carrots, tomatoes, jicama, asparagus, artichokes, garlic, or foods themselves that deliver probiotics like kimchi and sauerkraut. I don't know, for those of you that um, follow me on Instagram, you'll see a delicious picture that I posted the other day. I took a jar of kimchi and I got maybe a quarter cup of it and stuffed it inside an avocado and it was amazing. And that is such a great way to support your microbiome. Another way is to make sure you're eating enough healthy fat. Because what this is going to do is reduce inflammation in your GI tract, and that is going to support the healthy environment of your microbiome. Also, spices like cinnamon and turmeric can help. Uh, and fermented dairy is another, is another good way to go. Just avoid the sugar, because remember that sugar is going to cause imbalances. So don't go with sugar-sweetened fermented dairy products. Go with ones that do not have added sugar. When it comes to supplementation, most of the supplements are garbage because in order for probiotics to provide any health benefit, the bugs, because probiotics are bugs, like if you haven't figured that out yet, welcome to the party. Probiotics are live bugs, and that's exactly the problem. Most people, when creating a probiotic supplement, do not either know how to or just choose not to take the care to ensure the viability of these delicate bacteria in the manufacturing process. And so come bottling time, they're dead. And I know this because I studied the competition when I was generating a probiotic uh, product when I worked in the supplement industry, and we did lots of testing, and most of it is dead bugs. And even if they take the care to ensure the viability during manufacturing, then they're not likely to take the care to ensure viability when it's sitting in the bottle. And that doesn't necessarily mean refrigerated versus not refrigerated. It's about technology, and the technology is expensive. And then a lot of probiotic products are not going to deliver a variety of strains. You don't want to take one single strain. Remember, I said there's like over 300 different species of bacteria, right? We don't need one strain. We need a multitude of these probiotics. So looking at supplements that contain one strain is kind of like missing the mark. And then the other thing is they don't deliver adequate CFUs or colony forming units. So if the bugs are alive, they have to stay alive. They also have to stay alive during digestion, which is a whole nother set of technologies required in the manufacturing process that many people do not employ because it's too expensive. And then they have to be delivered in an adequate amount, which many are not. That is why you will be far better served and spend less money focusing on diet and lifestyle ways to balance your microbiome instead of throwing money at crappy supplements. Now, there are some good ones out there, and I talk about this a little bit, how to kind of differentiate in the episode that I did that I will link to in the show notes. But by and large, we're always better off with the diet and lifestyle interventions, and they're more affordable and can be done absolutely anywhere. Now, if you're thinking, all right, great, 
I, I know that I need to focus on some of these foods and I'm going to do that instead of focusing on what to eliminate. But like, how does this look in terms of meal ideas? I know a lot of different foods I want to focus on now, but like, how do I incorporate them into something that resembles a meal? I have put together uh, what is it? A hundred fat loss meal ideas for you, and it's totally free. So if you haven't gotten it yet, you can go to primalpotential.com/join, or you can text the word fat loss, one word, to the number three three four 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 to get a hundred fat loss meal ideas, many of which incorporate a lot of the ingredients we've been talking about in this two-part series. And if you're feeling like you have some budget concerns, I'm going to link in the show notes to an episode that I did on fat loss meals that cost less than $2, less than $2. So there's really no reason not to be incorporating these foods. So I'm looking forward to bringing you guys some more really great topics in the next few weeks. If you have questions, if you have suggestions, please let me know. That is why I am here. And we'll be back in a couple more days with another episode. So see you then. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.